Join Rowdy and Kyle every Monday and Thursday night for another episode of the Rowdy Magalite Show, sponsored by On Tire Tailgate System. at the track the hot pass racing network puts you at the track with arca and all the major nascar series from daytona to the final checkered flag the hot pass racing network is your inside pass the racing the big one the camping it's all just bigger at talladega and with a double header on saturday and a cup race on sunday it's just going to keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger one thing for sure, it's always thrilling. And as they go across the stripe, a photo finish! NASCAR Weekend at Talladega, April 22nd and 23rd. Get your tickets now at talladegasuperspeedway.com. All right, race fans, let's get rowdy. The next 60 minutes will be two men talking one thing and one thing only, racing. From the third tracks of the Carolinas to the super speedways of Daytona and Talladega, no race is too big or small for this duo. Ladies and gentlemen, these are our hosts, Rowdy Maglite and Kyle Magda. This is the Rowdy Maglite Show. All right, everyone. Welcome to the Rowdy Maglite Show. Hey, it's Tuesday night. Talladega rolling. It's in town. Rolled into town yesterday. They opened the gate. We had Brian on, the president, talking about the – and we'll replay that later tonight. But, guys, we got the Arca Menard Series coming in for their – actually, they'll be their third race. And we got Charlie Corral, the communications director from Arca Menard Series, calling in to update us on 35 cars in there, man. Big, big field. For uh, Talladega, it's gonna be a heck of a doubleheader, guys. Get your tickets. Go to eight seven seven go to Dega. Grab that ticket. Get the whole week free camping with Sunday ticket. Can't beat the deal, man. We're in. We'll be all weekend at Big Bill's Garage. Back and forth. Did you see us? Grab us. Let's take a picture. Talk to us a minute about racing. Where you from? And uh. We'll uh, have a good time. Also, guys, <laughs> hey, it's Talladega week, guys. I'm excited. Also tonight, we got uh, Chase Deets calling in. He'll be our second guest at 720. And uh, right now, we're waiting on Charlie Corral. He, a couple minutes, and he'll be calling in. But uh, I was talking about the entries on the Ark Menard, the doubleheader series. Awesome, some fast cars, some ladies in the field. Charlie, give us update on the numbers of of uh, females going to be racing at Daytona. It was five, which is I, I thought was absolutely amazing that uh, you had five in one series racing. Tomorrow night. See, tomorrow they'll open up where you can go in and get your uh, infield. The infield will, be, infield will be open tomorrow. The garage experience, man, I'm telling you, one thing about Big Bill's garage 
it's as close to a hot pass as you can get discount food and drinks go on to my youtube page and i've got a video of it uh puts you in the price of that actually puts you in victory lane at the end of the end of the race and you'll get to sit with a stuffed cougar in the car from the talladega nights so what they've got is three-day pass two-day pass and a sunday only uh saturday and sunday only passes the Geico 500 guys If you've never been to Talladega, it's on a lot of people's bucket list. But the best thing, of, one of the most unique things about Talladega is they offer free camping at three different sites. It's the only place in the circuit that offers that. You can still bring in, I think it's a 14 by 14 soft cooler. Bring your own drinks on the outside if you don't want to pay for the drinks inside. Make you a sandwich or two. Take it in and makes for a great weekend. Kids on Sunday, uh, $10 under 12, 12 and under. Free admission for kids 12 and under on uh, Saturday's doubleheader with the Arkham Menard series. So there's no reason if you got a ticket to go out and take somebody to the track. Take a kid to the track. You could change this man's life, this kid's life, and someday he could be a race car driver. Who knows? Tomorrow night, we'll also, I'll be at the track tomorrow night. We've got, we'll go down and get some of the guys from uh, the different little places on the boulevard and on East of Boga. I'll get over and see uh, Corey over at Daga Nation. Uh, Boone over at Tip Bar, Tip Jar Bar. Uh, also, Bill over at Red Thirty Eight Mafia. All those guys, man. If you're going into the concert, stop by after the concert or on your way to the concert. Check out what they've got on the boulevard and uh, tailgate. Hang out and tailgate with them for a while, guys. It's a lot of fun. And if you see the sign, you see me. Stop me. Let's grab a picture together. So uh, we're waiting on Charlie to call. I think I might just try to get bamatized. At the floor of Bam Lounge Well, northern boy just soaking in the virtues of the south Driven down from Boston He left five feet of snow Takes after those white sugar strands to the Gulf of Mexico Waved his hands in the air Yes, his voice rose through the roof Spreading the message of his undisputed truth like an old-time revival, his old spirits gave him wings. He said, this is the promised land, it's what the heart of Dixie means. If you get that special feeling that goes deep into your bones, if you've been moved by power grooves coming out of muscle shows, if you ever dream of 
y'all have down here. Smoky days, dreamland ribs, wash down when I go big. Hank Bell, Pace, and Montgomery, and you know he saw the light. Ain't nothing like those sweet magnolia rides. In the tight curves of a southern girl in those town day nights. Alabama gang from Hewittown, a rocket city ride. For sure, it's always thrilling. And as they go across the stripe, a photo finish. NASCAR weekend at Talladega, April 22nd and 23rd. Yeah, Get your tickets now at TalladegaSuperSpeedway.com. I'd like to welcome to the Rowdy Maglite Show this morning the president of Talladega Super Speedway, getting us ready for the Geico 500 weekend, Brian Crichton. Welcome to the show, Brian. Good morning. How you doing? Brian, I'm excited, man. It's Talladega weekend. I know you're busy. The first campers rolled in this morning when they opened the gates. They did. I'm actually in uh, our Mustang pace car right now because I uh, went and uh, worked the line, thanked all of our campers for being here, and I gave them uh, some gift bags as well as some commemorative coins. I make 500 commemorative coins uh, that I pass out, and so the first ones were passed out this morning to our campers waiting in line. So, it's beautiful here, and we're looking forward to a great weekend. So, Brian, I live only 90 miles away, but you turn uh, Talladega into, like, the fifth largest city in the state of Alabama. What's that like being the boss? It is, is you know, you have to have a great team. And not only do we have a great team that's here at Talladega Super Speedway, but all of the surrounding communities support us as well. Uh, so, we, you're right, we have the fifth largest city here. We have a fire department. We have an emergency services department. We have a record crew. We've got, I mean, you name it, we've got it here. So, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's to take care of the fans and make sure the fans have a great time while they're here. Uh, nothing is more important to us than the guest experience and making sure everybody just has a blast with their Talladega. 
So, Brian, we're back with a big one on the boulevard on Friday night. Man, that's exciting. I know. Talk about, uh, you know, just uh, the fan experience. With uh, We really kick it all off, uh, the party off, so to speak, on Friday night with the big one on the boulevard. We've got 10 to 12 drivers that are confirmed that are going to be on the Mardi Gras-style uh, uh, float that's going to uh, go down our iconic Talladega Boulevard with music playing. They're going to be throwing out hats and shirts and maybe a bead here or there. Uh, so it's, uh, you know, it's a great time. And then they end up um, uh, in our five points area where we have a little stage area set up and a whole bunch of games, including barbecue sauce wrestling. It's a great way to kick off the party weekend. And uh, Brian, Big Bill's Garage. I've been to a lot of tracks but the experience to get close, the drinks, the food, you're in victory lane. What a package that you offer to the fans to be able to get right up close front to the fans, to the drivers and the it fans. Is. Yeah, that, the Talladega Garage experience right in our infield is, is built around the garages. So you can actually walk into the garage, walk under the same roof as your favorite team, uh, every single team. Uh, and the only thing that separates you from the nose of the car is a four-foot-high fence and about five feet. So you can see the drivers, you can see the cars, you can see the crew chiefs, the crews working on the cars. Uh, and that's just part of it. Like you mentioned, too, we've got Victory Lane that's there. We have a game zone. We have a kids zone for all the kids that are coming out. And then you mentioned, too, value price concession, $2 bottles of water, $2 Coke product, $2 hot dogs, $4 chicken fingers and French fries, and four dollars sixteen ounce beers. You can't beat it anywhere. It's a it's an awesome family experience. I encourage families to come out uh, and just really immerse yourself into the sport. You know, Brian, Carr, y'all offer free camping, and that's what I tell everybody. If you're gonna go to the North Park, South Park free camping, take that money that you were spending camping and go experience Big Bill's Garage because there's nothing like it. It puts you in victory lane, also. Yeah. All right, everyone, I'd like to welcome to the Rowdy Maglite Show again, and always great to have the director of ARCA Communications, Charlie Corral. Welcome, Charlie. Hey, guys, thanks for having me on. Man, Charlie, roll in. We started off at Daytona. Go out to Phoenix. Now you're on the 2.66-mile super speedway. 35 cars in the entry field, is that correct? 35? That's that's right. Yep. Double header biggest, on the uh, biggest biggest entry list for us at Talladega since 2017. So uh, it's wow. uh, it's definitely definitely a big one. So uh, double header with Xfinity, Charlie. That, that's a hard package to beat for a deal. Seeing two <laughs> races and actually qualifying or not qualifying, but practice for Cup, then your race, and then. The Xfinity race. Yeah, it's going to be a busy day, huh? And then on top of that, once the Xfinity race is over, we've got the Arco West race out at Kern County. So a uh, very busy day. Charlie got to go to the East race in Pensacola. Pretty pretty decent race. Yeah, it was a William Swalich benefit night there, wasn't it? But, you know, there's a, there were a lot of good competitive cars out there. And, uh, you know, the, the East series, I think, has got some – some pretty good momentum behind it here for 2023. And uh, I'm, I'm super looking forward to the flat rock race coming up on May 20th. It's uh, the one that I've kind of had it circled on my calendar all winter long. And 
You know, it's uh, yeah, we've we've got a lot of real good positive momentum going, Rowdy. You know, like you said, 35 cars on the century list. We had almost 40 uh, out in Phoenix, and you know, 40 down at Daytona, and it's uh, just uh, yeah, good a lot a lot of good positive things going on in the ARCA world right now. So, Charlie, I thought the big story coming out of Daytona was we had five women in the entry. What about Talladega? Uh, I don't know that we got five, but I think we do have at least three. I know Logan, Mr. Rocka, Mandy Chick, and Amber Balkin are all entered. So, um, yeah, it, I mean, two of those were, you know, fighting well up into the top ten there at Daytona. Mandy finished fifth, and I think Amber was uh, seventh. So, uh, I, I think we'll see everything works out the way that it's supposed to. I think both of those two could be fighting for another uh, couple of good top 10 finishes. Well, if you hadn't seen that end of that race right there, Amber and, uh, Mandy, they, they was bumping and rubbing going down through the front stretch, Charlie. Yeah. It looked like they were racing at Martinsville, didn't it? They were beating and banging off one another, except they were doing uh, 185 miles an hour rather than 115 miles an hour. Pretty spectacular stuff. Charlie, you remember the first time you uh, pulled up into Talladega? Yeah, I was there 2006 for the Truck Series weekend down there. And, uh, you know, it's just like everybody says, you pull in and you're just kind of blown away by the size of the place. (laughs) You know, it was – that was the the truck's – first race there at Talladega and it was boy I still remember it was absolutely spectacular watching uh those uh, back then it was you know Mark Martin and Ted Musgrave and uh you know just just a phenomenal phenomenal race and you know I, I think we had an ARCA race there that weekend as well I believe that might have been Juan Montoya's first first round in a stock car if I remember that one right and uh you know, just a, a very fun weekend all around. And, you know, I've been, been lucky enough to uh, to go back there a, a, a couple of times since with the trucks and, and now going back with, uh, you know, with my friends here at the Arkham and Art Series. And uh, one of my favorite places to go, it really does. There's a lot of history there, a lot of, you know, a lot of personal history for me and my family there. And, um, yeah, it's a, a very, very fun place. And, uh, you know, like they, they talk about all that stuff, you know, happening out on the boulevard, you know, that's, that's not hype. <laughs> that's the real deal. You know, it is. Hi, Charlie. You got Kyle here. Uh, first of all, thanks for coming on the Rowdy Magalite show again. Um, first question no, for you pleasure. is uh, talk about the Arca field coming up, uh, 35 cars on the entry list uh, for Saturday's race. Yeah. It's uh, like I said, it's the biggest we've had since 2017 and, you know, a lot of the, the same names and the same faces we saw there at Daytona. And, you know, I think we'll see a lot of the same guys running pretty well. Um, Greg Van Alst, of course, coming out of Daytona with a big win down there. And, you know, I, I'm really excited to see what Jason White can do. You know, Jason found himself leading uh, down there with just a couple of laps to go. And, you know, he zigged when everybody else zagged and, and went from, I think, first to ninth on that last lap. But, you know, he certainly was in the mix. And, you know, I think if he had just made maybe one other move than the one that he made, he might have ended up in victory lane. Um, you know, and that would have been huge not only for him but for Jeff McClure and that whole team. So it'll be interesting to see how he does. Um, you know, we touched on the female drivers, um, you know, Logan, Miss Araka, and Amber Balkin, Mandy Chick. It'll be interesting to see how they do. 
Um, Frankie Muniz, be interesting to see how Frankie does. You know, he had a real good run going there at Daytona as well. So, you know, it's, I, I think there's a good, you know, 12 to 15 cars that I think could be in the mix to win this thing. You know, if if uh, if it works out the way that I hope it does, you know, I think we could see another, you know, really exciting, you know, three, four wide finish, you know, coming up here on, on uh, Saturday morning or Saturday afternoon. My next question for you is uh, how do you think Taylor Gray is going to do uh, in the 18 car? We know how fast that car was with Connor Mosack at Daytona. I mean, how, how do you think he's going to do in, in his first uh, time running Talladega? I don't think he'll do. I don't think he'll have any problems at all. Honestly, he's one of the most talented guys we've seen come through our series in a long time, and you know, pairing him up with with that team, you know, even if it's just a one-off type deal, I think he's going to be extremely competitive. Um, you know, he's he's had some experience, you know, at Daytona, um, you know, in in testing scenarios. He hasn't ever been able to go out there and race because he wasn't old enough to, but, you know, he's got a lot of wins, (laughs) you know, all across the platform here. So I think he's going to do just fine. And I think that car and and that team are still extremely solid. And I I will not be surprised to see him, you know, battling for the lead on the last lap. I think he's going to be a a very solid contender. So talk a little bit about the next couple of races. Uh, Talladega is next. And then uh, you're going to Kansas, um, you know, what, what, do you, what do you expect in a Kansas? Um, you know, you, are we expecting maybe another big field? I know it's still a few weeks away. Yeah, I don't know what, what, what our entry list will be like there at Kansas. I, I know we'd like to see it a little bit bigger, bigger than it was last year. Um, you know, we've, we've seen some, some positive growth all across the platform. You know, we've got the East Race coming up at Dover. That one's uh, actually coming up on April 29th, and we go to Kansas there on, on May 6th. Then we've got a couple of back-to-back East races at Nashville and Flat Rock. And, you know, we're, we're really kicking off. I think we've got 24 races in the next 22 weeks. So it, it's going to be a busy stretch. And, um, yeah, we're, we're just we're really excited to get it kicked off here at Talladega, one of our, like I said, one of our most uh, tradition-laden racetracks that we go to. We've been racing there back since 1969. So uh, always good to get back there and, uh, excited to get the season rolling. You have my last question for you is: You have a big stretch coming up in the summertime. Um, you know, how, how do you think the drivers are going to handle it? And uh, you know, what else are you looking? Maybe some other storylines out of Talladega. Um, you know, I, I know you mentioned a few earlier, but um, you know, Andres Perez de Lara, another one, uh, making his uh, Super Speedway debut as well. You know, I think that's the great thing about it, Kyle. Is there's there's a lot of different potential storylines coming up out of Talladega and, and all season long. Um, you know, I didn't even mention Andres Perez Delar. I think he's going to be someone that we're going to keep an eye on all year long. You know, Greg Van Alst has, has really started off the season extremely well. Greg should have probably finished in the top five out of Phoenix. Um, he was pretty fired up after that race. He, he, he didn't like the, the way those, those last couple of laps worked out for him. He, he, he was not pleased at all, but, you know, he, like I said, should have come out with a, probably a second consecutive top five. He still has a, a fairly healthy lead in the points already here, just two races in. And, you know, we haven't even talked about Jesse Love and, and the Venerini team. You know, they, they really haven't started making any noise yet this year, too. So 
Um, a lot of great storylines that we're going to be talking about throughout the course of the season. Like I said, we've got 24 races in the next 22 weeks all across the platform with uh, the East and West series thrown in there as well. So it's going to be a very busy next, uh, you know, four months or so. And, uh, well, we're look, we're ready to get get rolling here. Well, Charlie, always appreciate you coming on and uh, getting us updated on the Arc Menard series. Looking forward to seeing you on Saturday. Oh, well, I get you be in Thursday. I'll be in there uh, Thursday night, so we'll see you at the track Friday morning. Absolutely. Thanks, Charlie. Tell everyone we said hello. You got it, guys. All right. You got it, guys. Have a great night. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, uh, Kyle. Charlie Corral, the Arkham Menard Series. The racing, the big one, the camping. It's all just bigger at Talladega. And with a doubleheader on Saturday and a cup race on Sunday, it's just going to keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. One thing for sure, it's always thrilling. And as they go across the stripe, a photo finish! Snapcar Weekend at Talladega, April 22nd and 23rd. Get your tickets now at TalladegaSuperSpeedway.com. All right, Kyle. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, 24 races. He's going to be busy. Really busy. All right. Uh, we got kind of moved Chase back just a few minutes. Uh, he'll be calling in in five minutes. So, uh Thanks to, again to Charlie for uh, being able to come on and talk about this week's Saturday's race, the Dark Menard Series. Need to grab your tickets. Go watch that. If you can't go to Sundays, you can get a, a good day's a, day of racing. Like I said, quali- not qualified. I keep wanting to say qualified. Practice. For the cup guys, you get to see them. What little practice they get will be Saturday morning. Then you get to see the Arca Menard Series, and then you get to see the Xfinity Series after that. So, uh, concert. Kyle, have you got time to talk a little bit about uh, BAPS this weekend? I do, Rowdy, and you know what? I get to talk about Williams Grove, too. Uh, Friday night was the first time I ever covered a race at Williams Grove. I want to say thank you to the staff there for allowing us to cover the racetrack. Um Lance Deweese and Danny Dietrich had a really great battle from the 410 sprints. And then um, Alex Brighthill left brings Dan in the USAC East Coast Wingless Sprint feature. And then uh, had the past 305 sprints to end the night. And uh, uh, Logan Spar won that. So uh, the Rowdy, it's been a good race. And uh, Baps Motor Speedway on Sunday, uh, good weather, 5 o'clock start. I got there about 6. And um, great feature between Devin Borden and Chase Dietz, we will have on here shortly, Rowdy. Um, you know, Chase was 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 uh, kind enough to uh, move back ten minutes so we could get Charlie on. So um, I, I I didn't know if you had any other guests tonight, Rowdy, but uh, just wanted to you know make sure we got Charlie in there, and uh, Chase will be probably calling in here in a few minutes. Well, you know, it's always good to have Charlie on, especially I think we. Kind of a uh, Talladega tradition to have him out, have him on uh, before the race at Talladega. I just wish we could get two races with the Arc Renard Series, which would be uh, April and October race. I mean, Kansas is lucky to get two races. 
Rowdy, I'd like to see the October race come back. Like he was saying, I know when I, I called in, he was talking about Juan Pablo Montoya. Um, that was nice about the October races. You always got a lot of entries for that race, you know, a lot of, a lot of racing seasons over with. And, uh, you know, just someone like, you know, trying to stock car, like a Dario Franchitti or Sam Cornish Jr. Um, just trying out the stock cars. So, um, yeah, I kind of like, I wish they had the October race again. I wish they moved it to October, but, um, but that's what we got right now. And, you know, it's been April for a while now, but, uh, you know, we did see the Xfinity race there get at it, um, during COVID. So, um, you know, second Xfinity race there. I'm in the fall now, part of the playoffs. So, uh, I think that that's worked out nicely. And, uh, you know, the trucks there will be there in October along with the cup series as well. So I know it's your home track and, uh, you got a pretty busy Saturday with the doubleheader with the NASCAR Xfinity Series and the Arkham Menard Series. And it's going to be a full day, Kyle, with practice with Cup, because, you know, you want to get as much into that as you can early and then roll right on in to, uh, to the Arca rolling out the cars. And then right after that, they shuffle in and bring in the Arca, uh, Xfinity, Arca out and Xfinity in. Rowdy, yeah, I, I, you know, it's, it's an earlier start this year, too. I just want to point that out. Um, 12.30 Eastern, 11.30 Central on Saturday, the uh, the 200-mile race for the Arkham Menard Series. Uh, Steve Lewis, Jr., coming back, too, Rowdy. Um, the 62 car uh, finished, I think it was 13th at Daytona, and we had him on afterwards. So, um, yeah, I know he'll be back. Um, I know Andy Jankowiak just saw him at Mahoning Valley Speedway two weeks ago. Um, running the race of champions modifieds and his off weekends. So, uh, yeah, a lot of, a lot of racing going on Rowdy. I like it. And, uh, looks like we're having another big weekend. Um, we got some more good news Rowdy from, uh, from the dirt tracks again. Um, I'm good for the season at Bloomsburg and their openers Thursday night. And Jimmy Spencer, NASCAR driver, going to be the grand marshal for that race Thursday night. So if you're in the area, you're going to want to check that out. And Rowdy, um, talk to Dino. We're going to try and either get Jimmy on the show or do an interview with him Thursday night. So keep your, keep yours out for it. Man, that'd be great if you could get get him on the show, Kyle. I, I would really, I, I I really like Jimmy Spencer. He didn't take no crap, and he was a fun to be around guy. So we're waiting on uh, guys. We're waiting on Chase Dates. It's getting close. We he, we pushed him back just just a few minutes so we could finish with Charlie. Uh, you know, it's been a lot of r- really great. Races at Talladega, man. That's just somebody says, "How can you pinpoint pin, uh, down to one race? Pinpoint one race?" Uh, you know, we went to. I think it was the first caution-free race at Talladega, if you can believe that. Mark Martin wins it. It was a rain out two weeks earlier, and at the Mud Fest, and we come back two weeks later to run the race. It was caution. Free, never. I believe that was the first caution-free race, fast race. I remember the weekend that we were rained out. It was a long weekend. It was wet, and I pulling the camper home with my son and talking, complaining how how tough it was. And he looked at me. He's about ten years old. He said, "Well, Dad, I had fun." I said, "Well, then we all had fun. If y'all had fun, we had fun." So. All right, everyone, I'd like to welcome first-time driver on the show, Chase Dates. Welcome, Chase. Hey, how are you doing? Doing great, Chase. So, Chase, you finished the 22 season 
and you start the 23 season as an owner and a driver. How's that working for you? Uh, going pretty well so far. Uh, seen a little bit of uh, both sides of things when the, when it comes to um, obviously the the owner side. The first couple of weeks we had we had a couple of um, just small issues that uh, you know either had to get some parts together or we um, we had an en- engine issue the the second week and um, you know we solved that things like that that kind of had to deal with and you know add add a little stress. I guess on that side of things, but, um, you know, all in all, it's been a, it's been a good start and, um, the, the team's been doing well. We've, we've been very fast out of the gate and, um, definitely been in contention for, for wins in the, uh, short period of time. We've actually been able to race. So you started out with a statement with a win at Lincoln and I've been to Lincoln personally. Awesome track. What was that like getting to victory lane on your first owner? driver uh you know i guess from the um just from i guess starting this journey in you know starting my own team and stuff it was pretty cool to to obviously pick that one off uh pretty quickly um from a driver's aspect i was i was just worried about getting that first one out of the way knowing i had to i was starting on the pull that event and the only thing i could do was go backwards so um, you know, for me there, that was just something I needed to do my job. But, um, you know, after all that and seeing how far we've come here just in a short period of time over the off season, um, it's pretty damn cool to, to get that out of the way. Um, and let alone, I think I'm more excited just the fact that we've been fast um, in the few races that we've been in, uh, but also at different tracks other than Lincoln. So, Chase, when you're going into the turns, I know in baseball, if you when you make a connection with a ball, you realize when you hit that ball, it's going over the fence, trying to m- maneuver your way through through the turns on dirt. Uh, it's all instinct. Uh, no different than what you just said in, about baseball. I mean, you you kind of once you once you get that experience and you get the feel for what you're dealing with it's basically uh no thinking about it you just kind of do what you need to do and um everything kind of kind of comes to you but uh for some it doesn't for some it does but um as far as the dirt track racing side of things um you know we're, we're not it's not like NASCAR where you got you know these endurance race or you know these long races um for us they're you know short and sweet and you know when you uh when you're racing what we do open wheel and as fast as we are you know mistakes happen very quickly but uh it just makes for tight close racing and and just makes it more tense and you know that's where the um the driver aspect comes into play where you need to rely more on the instinct than um thinking about things because as soon as you start thinking you're, you're typically in a bad situation. Is there one track that you're looking forward to, uh, Chase? Um, well, I mean, as far as Pennsylvania goes, my I'd say my home track is, I mean, I'm, they're all pretty close, but uh, Lincoln Speedway is where I probably have most of my time at. Um, but as far as getting around any other places, this year i'm not sure where we'll get to um from the 410 side of things but we're 
we're getting into the the Silver Crown, uh, the USAC Silver Crown series here a little bit this year, and we'll definitely be at a few different tracks that I've never been at. So I'm excited to get to a few of those. We're going to be on a couple mile tracks. Um, I think like Spring Springfield, Illinois, um, as well as like uh, we're we're trying to shoot for um, Terre Haute Action Track here. They just moved the their first race to May 7th after um, this past weekend's rain and weather that they had out in Indiana. So um, I'm kind of more excited to get to some of them tracks than um, I guess really my 410 side of things. Cause once, once we get rolling here with the 410 and see how things are going, we might venture away a little bit and maybe shoot for some, some bigger races, a, a track or two we might not have been at too much. But um, other than that, we'll definitely, uh, definitely do what we can around Central PA, and uh, then venture with the Silver Crown car. Hi, Chase. You have Kyle here. First of all, thanks for coming on the Rowdy Maglite Show. First question for you is, uh, can you please talk a little bit about your battle with Devin Borden at BAPS? Uh, you, you two were just slinging the dirt back and forth. It seemed like, you know, he got ahead of you, and then you got ahead of him. And then, um, you know I, know, I know you fell back to eighth at the end, but still it was a pretty good battle between you and Devin. Yeah, um, honestly, it was. It really came down to timing. Uh, I lucked out from the start. I had started fifth, and on the initial start, um, I think second, third, and fourth got in a, an incident of some sort, um, and that put us, you know, starting next to Devin from the get-go. And um, I think we had another restart before we actually got going, and the the initial start, I was able to beat him into the corner. And at that point, the way Baps is, it's it's kind of typically that way. It's either might take a little rubber, um, depending on the daytime surface or, you know, what's going on, or it's just kind of up against the fence and it basically got up against the fence and that's where you needed to be. So once we got the traffic, it was a matter of making sure you hit the lap cars at the right time, um, and didn't lose your momentum much. And, um, that's kind of where at, at one point I lost my momentum. I think I actually bounced it off the outside wall and, uh, he was able to get, get to me I think I got him back and then it was kind of just back and forth there for a while uh, but after uh, after he got me I, I knew he had a good car it was a matter of just kind of staying a little patient and um, knowing that we had pretty long race yet so there at the end we got him back and we had a caution with seven to go and I, all I knew was I, I needed to make it through the first corner there or about the first lap and if I could stay in front of them and get away from them, I think we we would have been just fine. Probably could have pulled off another one, but um, I just, I made the wrong decision on the restart. Um, I kind of just on the start itself, I drove down from the top of four um, down across the slick to try and get some kind of momentum. And uh, he kind of just rolled all the way around the top and got momentum going into one. And I should have blocked the slider and I didn't. And, he was able to slide in front of me and I went to cut back underneath of him and, um, gotten a break a little bit and ended up looping me around. So, um, it would have, it all pretty much came down to making the wrong decision, um, on my side of things. And, um, after looping it, we, we got back to eighth, but, um, luckily we had lapped enough cars. That we, I don't think we had, I think we only restarted like 10. So, um, it's just part of it. Uh, we were, we were fast. We had a good car. I don't know that we were, you know, quite as, I don't know, I think he was a little faster than we were, but um, we were definitely uh, in contention, and we 
like I said, could have had another one. It's just a mistake on my part. And um, these little decisions can obviously make or break you. And uh, it broke me there, but, you know, we were, we were there and um, I'm, uh, I'm happy with what we got going on so far. And hopefully we can just keep that speed moving wherever we do. So my next question for you is uh, talk a little bit about the transition of going over from throwing outdoors to your own team. I mean, what's that been like? And, you know, have you enjoyed being a driver owner? Uh, honestly, it's been a hell of a lot of work. I can tell you that. Um, we've uh, <laughs> basically, st- like I said, I, and I've, I've tracked a lot of it on my social media and stuff, but um, I started with basically just my seats um, from, from trends deal and, I didn't have anything else. I had, I had debated over the winter what I wanted to do, if it was a matter of looking for another ride, if possible. And um, I, I think I could have possibly gotten to something. But in in the other aspect of things, it, you know, it, it's different different racing for someone else. It's no different than uh, basically working for yourself or working for, you know, another company. Um, and for me, I I'd wanted to do this for a long time. And I just felt like we didn't have the resources to do it at, at that point. But um, when it came to, to this decision, I, I thought I could make it happen. And after some uh, some talking and some meetings with everyone that supports me, um, put a plan together. And I had the backing to uh, try and start it up. And that's kind of how we, how we led to this. But, you know, we had to get a trailer, truck, uh, all the cars, engines, shop no matter what it was we had to get and kind of just worked out uh certain things worked out that we were able to get those things together pretty quickly and um just very fortunate to be in this position and for me i'm i'm probably having more fun right now than uh i i ever have when it comes to actually racing uh i'd say like the the sprint car itself just because i got the the people that i want uh surrounding me here and um we got the right equipment and the, the, like I said, the, the biggest thing is the people and, and that chemistry. And, um, that's what makes it all work. So I'm having a hell of a, hell of a good time right now. So is everyone else. And, you know, you're going to have that when you're doing, you know, well, or I guess somewhat well, but we'll see as the, you know, year progresses and, uh, maybe the years progress and hopefully, you know, we, uh, have success and we'll work through the, the problems as we as we get them but i'm very confident for for what we have going here and i'm looking forward to uh building it so talk a little bit more about your weekend um your ambats you run lincoln you go ninth to second um you know what's it right like running at lincoln i know you've won there before um you know what what's that place like um lincoln's uh i'd say lincoln's probably one of the the raciest tracks in, in, in Pennsylvania. Um, and, you know, a lot of the tracks around here are, are half miles. And uh, you look at Williams Grove, Port Royal, Sealands Grove, um, Baps would be kind of the only exception. Uh, I'd say Baps and Lincoln are similar in size, but they race completely different. Um, Lincoln's just tighter. Um, you can uh, knock the wall down or, you know, you know, basically – ride the inside guardrail to win win races but typically it's kind of top uh dominant as as most tracks seem to be but uh it's just uh for me it's it's kind of like home that's where i started in 358s and 
um, ran every week for quite a long time. And even when I first got into 410, that was basically where I ran most of the time. And I, I didn't get much time at Williams Grove and, and the other tracks. But um, as the years have gone by, I've obviously gotten to them a little more. But my favorite is definitely Lincoln um, when it comes to anything in this area. And I still I still think it's it's definitely the the best track for racing in the in the area uh it's just a you know a matter of kind of i guess it, it doesn't really matter it, on the weather the time of year whatever it may be um it's it's definitely probably one of the most fun in my in my uh opinion my last question for you is please talk a little bit about the pennsylvania posse being a part of it and the competition um on the pa dirt well, uh, you know, first, really the first thing you need to know is the fans. Um, you won't, I don't think you'll find uh, any better fans around than anyone in, involved in the uh, uh, Pennsylvania Posse. These people were uh, just as just as into it as, as us racers, and, you know, they live, breathe it. Um, no matter if it's 20 degrees or 90 degrees, they're there if there's a race. And uh, that's kind of what I think between that and the level of competition in the area, that's kind of what makes Pennsylvania so, so awesome when it comes to sprint car racing, let alone we got, you know, probably five, six sprint car, local sprint car tracks within basically an hour and a half of each other. So we're not, uh, we're not too spread out either. It's a very, a very close uh, community, very loyal people, um, as is everyone involved in racing. But uh, when you, you know, you're driving to the racetracks, or even if you're even if you're not going to the racetrack over the weekend, you're just driving through any of the towns close by. You know, you're seeing sprint car stickers everywhere. You see shirts, whatever it may be. Um, you kind of get out of, I guess, Pennsylvania. You don't see that quite as often because things are a little more spread out in in your uh, your other areas, but. Uh, just, uh, I'm very fortunate to be a part of this, uh, this community of people and, uh, obviously grown up in it and I, I love everyone involved, the whole community. Um, just very, like I said, very blessed to have, uh, have some great people around in the area to, uh, to support what we do. So, uh, let's talk about the guys that makes this possible, keeps your shop going, uh, Chase. Uh, yeah, actually, the the guys that help me um, at the uh, at the shop are um, a few buddies of mine that have helped me for quite a long time as I've uh, kind of I guess grown up and matured through through the sport. But um, my my dad's also involved. He's he's been involved throughout my entire career. Uh, he's he's heavily involved with the team at this point. He hadn't been for a few years as I've been driving for other teams, but, um, he's been helping a lot to, uh, you know, just support me in this, this new venture. Um, and also a few guys that haven't been, um, hadn't been around in a few years, just like I said, again, because of driving for other people. But, um, these are the people that I, I wanted around and, uh, they, they bust their ass. They know what I want. Um, and, and I know what they want and I can read them. They read me. And that's what you need, um, along with just uh, the sponsors. You know, I I'm only 25 years old. You know, I gotta 
I just got married in December, last December. Uh, you know, I got a house. I got a 40-hour-a-week 40, 40 job throughout the week. And, look, I can't afford everything it takes to do this. So there's a lot of sponsors and, and really great people um, involved with, with me and the team that have um, allowed me to actually start all this. And um, without their backing as well, it's, uh, you know, it wouldn't be possible. So a lot of, uh, a lot of people – um, that uh, I really can't thank enough and um, looking forward to basically showing that we can we can create some success and uh, definitely not let not let anyone down make sure that their their work's going into it for for a good reason hey Chase let's talk about your sponsors man it makes you go round uh yeah honestly a lot of them are local a lot of uh, a lot of actually even family friends but um, some some major supporters are uh, Karma Industrial Services, L and M Tire and Wheel, which is not far from Lincoln Speedway, um, Glenville Pub and Grub, uh, great people, uh, great bar, great food, uh, great place to be, and um, Stevie Carr. He's been involved with me for a number of years. That uh, couldn't do a lot of what I've done over the last few years without him. Um, Cheryl's Beauty Bar, Rack Daddies, uh, DMI, Triple X, Donut Racing Engines, um, Doug Barnes Drywall, JWT Specialized, The Auto Barn, lots of uh, lots of people. Uh, but just to name everyone off, uh, just can't thank all of them enough for backing me in, in this new journey and uh, looking forward to trying to uh, pick a few more wins off for them. And- Chase, tell everybody where they can keep up with your season this year. Uh, everything, basically any social media. Uh, I got Facebook on our uh, Chase Each Racing Facebook page. Um, also my personal page, Instagram, uh, same thing. I got my personal page on there, Twitter, TikTok, um, basically anything. Look up my name, I'll be on there. Um, but uh, you can keep up with everything, mainly my Facebook page, a racing Facebook page will keep uh, results and kind of up to date on our schedule and things like that. Um, and then also we have our website for merchandise and uh, show off for sponsors and stuff. So uh, definitely uh, go follow us uh, in, in this new journey and keep up with what we got going on. And um, I'll, uh, if you comment, uh, message us, whatever it may be, I'll make sure to get back to you and uh, look forward to meeting a lot of the people that keep track of what's going on. Chase, thanks a lot for taking time out and being on the show tonight. Of course. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Chase. Yep. The racing. The big one. The camping. It's all just bigger at Talladega. And with a doubleheader on Saturday and a cup race on Sunday, it's just going to keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. One thing for sure, it's always thrilling. As they go across the stripe, a photo finish! NASCAR Weekend at Talladega, April 22nd and 23rd. Get your tickets now at talladegasuperspeedway.com. All right, Kyle. Charlie Corral with the Arkham Menard Series, getting us ready for Talladega. Chase Dietz, man, what a story Chase has tonight. uh, Chase... Incredible guy, man. You go out, you make a change, you want to go in another direction. What you do the first season, you start off with a win. Hey, at Lincoln, 
That's pretty good, Kyle. Yeah, Rowdy. Uh, Chase likes Lincoln. He runs good there. Whether it's been in his own car or the Tron Outdoors car, he's run good there. So, yeah, he likes Lincoln a lot. And I'm, I'm, I'm very thankful that we had him on tonight. Um, he had a very good battle with uh, Devin Borden in the BAPS race on uh, on Sunday. And, uh, man, those two found a heck of a battle. Um, you know, you could tell in his interview, uh, just, just back and forth, you know, good old sprint car racing in Pennsylvania. So, um, good we could get both of them on. Uh Thank you again to Charlie for calling in tonight. Um, I just had to remind him quick, and he called in. So, um, but uh, Rowdy, uh, we did good tonight. Uh, great show. I know you you, you kind of had an idea. Um, I kind of know you you wanted to do, do a Talladega thing. I'm I'm just glad we were able to get Chase on. Um, you know, I was trying. Yeah, actually, Rowdy, I was trying to get him on yesterday, but um, didn't get back to me till till after the show yesterday. So, um, yeah, I'm glad we had we had both Devin Borden, and thanks to Devin Borden too. Um, for coming on a Monday morning show and, and Brian Crichton from Talladega Super Speedway as well. So I've been doing really good with guests lately. And, you know, um, you know, my dad says we sound good and, you know, I'm, I'm glad I was able to call in tonight, you know, get two guests and, uh, you know, to, to preview the Talladega Archer race at uh, Talladega Super Speedway coming up here. So uh, looking forward to it, Rowdy. I'm going to try and help you out as much as I can this weekend. Um, you know the deal. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm going to be anywhere yet. I'm probably going to be watching the race at somebody's house, the Talladega Cup race on Sunday. So that's kind of what I have planned. Uh, Bloomsburg Fair Raceway, Thursday night, the opener. Um, I'm planning to be there, Rowdy. I'm, I'm covering a baseball game at 4 o'clock, and then I'm heading right over to Bloomsburg afterwards. So kind of kind of overbooked a little bit, but uh, I'm looking forward to both. And uh, Jimmy Spencer going to be the grand marshal there at Bloomsburg Fair Raceway opening night. So uh, hopefully, Rowdy, uh, Sasadino today, hopefully we can get him on or maybe just do an interview. So, uh, Rowdy, so hopefully we'll get Mr. Excitement on. I've um, never met him, and uh, I'd like to have a few minutes with him if I can on Thursday night. Sounds like fun. That's where my adventure started, Kyle, was in the backdrop of Jimmy Spencer, Kenny Wallace, and John Roberts on race day in the trackside on Friday nights. It was, that was when well, Rowdy, uh, Rowdy, Rowdy, things were great. came Kyle. back, you know, it, in a way. I don't know if you saw that back Bristol. I mean, it was just John Roberts and Kenny Wallace, but still, I mean, it's, you know, they, they're trying to, I think I think Atlanta is the next one. I think so I know they're doing them at a, at a, at a couple of different tracks. Uh, th- they'll be back at St. Louis too, I think, Kyle. Yeah, that w- that was very good, Rowdy. Um, last year NASCAR race day at, at St. Louis, uh, that was really good. You know, for the inaugural race. So, um, I, I like Gateway. It's a good stop. I know I got that email from John Bishi the other day. So, uh, yeah, Rowdy's coming up quick. So uh, we got to get on it and uh, get you figured out for the rest of the season as well. All right, Kyle. Uh, been fun. We're going to do it again tomorrow night. Tomorrow night's going to be kind of club night, and we'll try to get a, a driver to be short interviews, Kyle. So uh, each night this week, we got something going on. If we, if we don't at nighttime, it'll be during the day, Kyle. Appreciate it. Sounds good, Rowdy. All right, hey, if you're not following me on TikTok, you better jump on board because we're going to have some good videos, photos. Get on, uh, you know, YouTube. Try it out. Hit that subscribe button. Don't be so stinky with your subscribers. The racing. The big one. The camping. It's all just bigger at Talladega. And with a doubleheader on Saturday and a cup race on Sunday, 
it's just going to keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. One thing for sure, it's always thrilling. And as they go across the stripe, a photo finish! NASCAR Weekend at Talladega, April 22nd and 23rd. Get your tickets now at TalladegaSuperspeedway.com. Keep that light shining and we'll look out Boulevard. If you see me, stop me. Let's get that picture, folks. 